This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, I'm Perry. This is in plain sight. To my right, Star Fall Things Place TV, the one and only Mr. Brandon Steele. My uh, my levels of tech illiteracy continue to amaze me. I I always thought I at least get to like forty before I just felt that I was completely incapable of keeping up with things. But it's come much sooner than I expected. Well, you know, time passes by for everyone. Yeah, so says Lincoln Park. Yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know you've gotten old because you don't know what the chords are for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I couldn't set any of this up. Uh, if not for you, I have no idea how to make any of these things work. Yeah, I just I turn them on and hope for the best. Uh, speaking of technological advancements, I finally did something I should have done long ago, which is I read Corey Good's comic book. Nice. So we're going to go through that. Uh, it's not going to take long. It was a very short book. Oh. So we'll do that. And then the back half, we'll watch uh, Corey's latest update video. What do you do? Just quit at like 30 pages? Uh, it, it was not much longer than that. Yes. Nice. It was... We'll get to some of it. I'll show some pictures and shit. But uh, before we even get to that, throw throw this up on screen. This, this... Uh, Hell yeah, bro. This is what showed up. And then I fucked the blue <laughs> chicken's asshole. This is just, I searched the title of the comic book, Ascension Chronicles, in my Kindle, and 90% of the results are homosexual erotica. That must be a pretty sweet gig to be the dude who writes those books. Uh, you think it's a dude? I think it's got to be a chick. Uh, I mean, most of them are chicks. I assume the gay ones are probably dudes. Could be. It, uh, they're, they're, I mean, it's definitely single women. Uh, they're very poorly written, which... Well, that's why it's a sweet gig. <laughs> that probably shouldn't be a shock to anyone, but, uh... If I bet they one-shot these. They probably write it, just sit down one night, and whatever they churn out, that's the whole book. Oh, absolutely. If anyone wants a sampling, if you just go on the Kindle store and, like, filter by, uh, free novels... Most of the free novels are just, like, uh, erotica, and boy, are they poorly written. It's like someone's transcribing a porn for a blind person. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's just wine-drunk, horny, like, single, lonely women. Yes, writing paragraphs about dicks. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's an also, it probably is a fading hobby. I don't think the Zoomers do this shit. Well, you know it's uh, you know what's weird? It's one of those trends that uh, kind of is still trending upwards is the amount of women who who prefer that stuff over like visual pornography they prefer reading about it man ladies are weird yeah i don't i don't get how that we're works. the perverts <laughs> you're jerking off to a book woman yeah can you imagine beating it to a book yeah <laughs> you fuck who's the pervert here i don't even know how you do that that's too many hands involved yeah i can't get hard to literature no i'm, I'm not that voracious a reader no. right, you can take this down um let's let me get back to my my other notes here which uh, again shouldn't shouldn't take terribly long. It's uh, I I suppose my first clue that this book was going to be shit is the fact when did Corey start promoting this thing? It had to be uh, like 2016, maybe earlier. I think he was flirting it around then, and I think he really started pushing it around the break with David. And then didn't if they did like a whole fundraiser for this? There was. This there were, was, I think there were multiple fundraisers. This was like a big fucking deal for yeah. several years. And then when it, they were the talk of the town. Yes. But then it came out and I didn't <clears throat> even know it came out. It came out uh, 2022. 
And probably, I, he probably tried to sneak release it because he realized it wasn't going to sell. Well, I, I do think, and we'll get to that, but yes, I do think this is of such poor quality that he yeah. realized if the people who donated money saw this, they'd realize... They'd be furious. They got swindled. Um, and, and along those lines, I, initially I was kind of stoked to read this, as weird as that sounds, because this is like the first time anyone's actually tried to tell this story in like a linear fashion. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we kind of just have to piece this shit together from like YouTube videos or project Camelot interviews. So this was like his attempt to put it all, put it all on place. paper, but he, he kind of failed at that. And then the art style will eventually show some of it, but I, I think he just, you, you know, those apps where you can like take a picture and put a filter on it to make it look like comic book. Yeah, they have that in, in Final Cut. Yeah, I, I think that's what this is. I don't nice. think anyone drew this shit. He just acted it out. Uh, kind of. <laughs> what a funny thing to do. In the time of AI art, you should have been able to cobble something together. Well, it, it should. It just should look better. For for raising, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars and promoting it for years, It there's one of my favorite things in this was... Uh, Corey's physique from like page to page, his weight would like rapidly fluctuate. <laughs> like in some scenes, he's morbidly obese, and the next one, he's like very skinny, and then his body proportions are all out of whack. It's I wonder if the dude with the ponytail drew this. Uh, he was listed, Mike Waskowski or whatever his real name is. Yeah. He was listed in the credits, but I think he was like a producer. I don't uh, know how you produce I can see book. Corey being like, Hey, can you draw this? and him being like, Yeah, sure, and it just sucking. There was there was some guy who uh, the person actually listed the author was a guy who worked at like DreamWorks or, or something. He, he wrote How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know how he got fucking suckered into all this. Well, he phoned it in. Uh, very very clearly. He yeah. Even, oh, how much you pay me? Yeah, sure. I'll write your stupid fucking book. Yeah, you didn't even phone it in. This was like telegraphing it in. It's yeah. just very low quality. All right. So in the acknowledgments. Uh, Corey gave a shout out to David. He said, I'm indebted to you beyond words for helping me bring my information to millions of people, sticking with me through thick and thin, and the unwavering support, trust, and belief in my experience. So th- this was interesting to me because, as I just said, it, the book came out in 2022. Mm. So this is already like well past the point where Corey and David have split up due to beef. Yeah. And then Corey tried to completely cut David out of the profits of the movie. Yeah. But obviously, Corey can't make that public because no, he needs to be the good guy. Right. It doesn't look good for the sake yeah. of uh, humanity to be airing petty relationship grievances. You can't be betraying your friends and be the savior. Yeah. Um, now, uh, along the lines of things being presented linearly before the book even starts, Corey lays out, there's like the team, there's good guys and bad guys. He lists all the, the players in this cosmic opera we're about right. to experience. Team team one and team two. So on, on team good guys, we got the blue avians, the Zulu, the Mayans, and the Anshar. The, the blue avians, those are the, the right. giant blue chicken guys. They're right. supposed to be guiding humanity to the ideal timeline. Uh, it was also revealed in the deposition they're not real. No, Corey no. invented them in his head. Uh, then there's the Zulu, and it, as best I can tell, this are they is black? Just, yeah, but that's it. They're just well, black Zulu people. nation, dude. But they're just black people. They don't have like special. Well, I wouldn't expect Corey to understand the. Int- well, they thieve really good. Well, this this is how he describes it. The Zulu dance their way into surprising <laughs> forms of supernatural <laughs> service. <laughs> 
<laughs> they hippity hop their way into the world. Literally, that is their only function in this yeah. book. It's like randomly <laughs> the, the Zulu show up on the planet and do like a tribal dance. They just bring fried chicken with them. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's like aggressively racist. <laughs> and I'm not one to call things racist, but this like I don't think we need people with. Hell like, yeah. Yeah. Just wearing fubu and shit. Yes, it uh, it was shockingly bad. And then the Mayans, you know, they kind of serve the same purpose, except they're Mexican instead of black. Right. They're the, the healer race. Oh, okay. Healer. And then we got the Anshar. The Anshar were also, uh, you know, in the deposition, Corey said uh, those were made up and not real. Right, right. Uh, but in, in for the sake of this book, they exist millions of years in the future, are in a timeline battle with the Draco. Wow. And uh, piggybacking off the Draco, Team Bad Guys is composed of the Dracos, the Draco's AI God, and the Shadow Watchers. Wow, that's the, a pretty cool name. Yeah, the Dracos are uh, powerful and have psychic abilities, and they feed on fear and suffering. Wow. And then the, the Draco AI God, which I think was just made up for the purposes of this book. I don't recall him ever mentioning this before no, I 2022. Realize, I didn't realize the Draco were coders. Well, so they this AI god controls them via injected nanites. Wow. It's also taking over society due to its presence in our technology. I think that's um, like two months ago or so, we did that episode with Carrie Cassidy where she was giving her her very wise takes on Israel-Palestine. Right. And uh, during that, she talked about how... Uh, like the Dracos are, are taking over our toasters and refrigerators. I, Hell yeah, bro. I think this is what she was talking about. Is, yeah, the nanites. Yeah, the nanites have, have gotten into our, our frigidaires and our toasters. Yeah, and they're going to, <laughs> they've infected our appliances. I don't know what good that does, but... Uh, we can't make toast. Yeah, and that will be the... That's, that's the end. That's the straw that broke the camel's They're back. like, no, they're going to give up once they can't butter their bread properly. Just some guy furious at his toaster. Yeah. He's going to go shoot no, up a bunch of kids. No! <laughs> and finally on Team Bad Guy, we have the Shadow Watchers. Uh, this is another group that I think was just made up for the comic book. They're of unknown origin. And they were sent to Earth to specifically spy on Corey and his family. Wow, the blacks are spying on Corey. What shadow the the term shadow watchers was interesting to me because shadow people are what the people suffering from like methamphetamine psychosis. Yep, the schizophrenics. That's what they call it. So yeah. I, I do find it rather peculiar that Corey's own delusions are named after the delusions of people on drugs. Yeah, you know, that's probably a little bit of a Freudian slip. Yeah, there's also a little further evidence of uh, that that theory later on. Corey, uh, he did he tried to come across less crazy in the deposition by saying that this book was composed of events both real and fabricated, but I'm of the opinion that the original intention of this book was to be his autobiography. Like, I don't think probably had that deposition not come out. I don't think he would have said any of that stuff. Yeah. I, I think it, in lieu of that, we'd still be uh, thinking that the Anshar were real. And the oh, he never would have were, admitted that. No. Yeah. Um, and I, I bring up the fact that this is probably Corey, or at least what he wanted us to think was reality, because from the very beginning, it's just, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> it's yeah. very insane. In the very beginning, Corey is shown as a toddler-aged child who is uh, called out into the night by a mysterious voice, which is also kind of what David said happened to him as a kid, and I don't know who stole whose story here. But uh, so Corey gets lured out into the night, and then a giant flying pirate ship 
uh, comes and takes him into space. Nice, dude. And then from uh, from there, we reset to the present day where Corey is playing with his kids in the yard. And then due to some roughhousing uh, with the kid, Corey gets poked in the eye and he has to go to the doctor where he he's told his eye wasn't just poked, but he's suffering from astronaut eye. Oh, no. Now, hold on. Let me, uh, I have a picture here. Not the old astronaut eye. Yeah, which I think is a real thing. I don't, I don't believe anyone told him he's suffering from astronaut eye. If you want uh, this. So this is wow. what, this is what I'm talking about with the proportions. Notice, look Why how... Why are his hands so big? <laughs> that was the first thing I noticed. His, uh, for those of you just listening, Corey's hands <coughs> are probably... I mean, they're about half the size of a four-year-old in this picture. Is this like some Picasso shit where they're manipulating proportions I, for effect? I don't know. And then his nose is all out of whack, too. Uh, oh, I should read the dialogue. Uh, Corey is saying, hold still, you little monkey. And then his kid is saying, ha, 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 no, no. Wow, and, riveting. And that's about the level of dialogue we will see throughout this entire entire thing. Why is he wearing nurse scrubs? I, <laughs> everything about this is wildly confusing. What's going on in the background? Oh, I, I cropped this. Oh, okay. There was the rest of the page, but uh, it's, you know, it's Corey frolicking about in his background. To be honest, it looks like he's about to molest that kid. That was my thought. He also kind of looks like the, you know, that happy merchant, like the the anti-Semitic meme thing. Yeah, the young version. Yeah, he kind of looks like that, like if that guy put on a polo shirt. All right, you can take this off. Well, uh, there's more pictures we will jump to in just a bit. Uh, Where was I on this? Right, he got poked in the eye, la, 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 la. And then, oh, right, so he has to go to the eye doctor. And we get a little bit further into insight into Corey's life before fame in this scene because the doctor's asking him uh, what medication he's on. And Corey, now he says this in the book, but again, I think this is probably legitimate. He says he was taking four milligrams of Xanax a day along with Vicodin and sleeping pills. Nice, dude. Which is four milligrams of Xanax for a guy who's not a drug addict. I'll get you fucked up, bro. I mean, that's pretty significant a little vicodin thrown in and that's a good ass day yeah it does sound pretty nice but yeah. i mean when i when i worked at the mental hospital the max dose you could give a day was six milligrams but that was like for the criminally insane people yeah people you gotta keep sedated yeah so i mean two bars of xanax a couple vikes and some ambient that'll have you sitting pretty you'll be talking to the anshar yeah which you know that may have something to do with how a lot of the story was fabricated you know i've come up with some cool shit fucked up on benzos and pills yeah we should monetize it <laughs> i mean i guess that's what this podcast is what am i talking about all right anyways back to the plot Corey is put under anesthesia at the doctor's office and he begins to remember things about what he did at his previous job he still hasn't realized he's Jesus yet, but there's uh, a line in here that stood out to me. The, the Corey character says, I have all these images. They're like deja vu, only I can't tell if I've lived any of it. Which Wow. So a few pages before he says that, though, he mentions he suffers from a seizure disorder. And I kind of flagged that because one of the, the symptoms I had after I had a bunch of seizures is I also, like, couldn't discern reality from... Yeah, your brain has been scrambled. Yeah, so I I think I think this, this makes more sense to me in that framework because I was having all kinds of crazy... I thought I had been, like, kidnapped by aliens as a kid. All kinds of nice. wild shit. But I kind of realized at a certain point, like, hey, I think I... 
I was tripping. Yeah, I think I probably would have recalled that sooner if, <laughs> if I was kidnapped as a child. I feel like I would remember that. Yeah, you know, that's one of those traumas you think would stick with you. Yeah, I'd have to be a, a Olympic level memory repressor to yeah. let that go. But Corey, apparently, he just decided to embrace his delusions. Well, I mean, yeah, look, enough enough pills and brain damage and you come up with some pretty neat stuff. That. That is the recipe for this. Yeah, and you'll believe it. Yeah, if you take a bunch of uh, opiates and benzos and then fucking blah, yeah. seize out. Yeah, you're probably going to believe it next time you get fucked up. Yeah, the great pirate ship in the sky might come for you too. Yeah. If that's uh, if that's a cocktail, Jan. So uh, a few nights later after this uh, very, very important trip to the eye doctor. By the way, we're already like halfway through the book. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a few nights later, Corey's laying in bed and he's woken up by Gonzalez and an army of Mayans. Uh, also, Gonzalez, he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just Mexican. He's just Mexican. Yeah. And that's why he gets along with the Mayans. Yeah. He's just Mexican, but in space. Okay. So he really has a way of taking a minority characters and then just not giving them any ability. He's just making tacos in space. Yeah. Rise. Gonzalez delivers my my favorite line to Corey, which is he tells him all of Corey's problems in life stem from the fact that Corey, he knows too much. Wow. Which is... I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's uh, that may be one of the most classic crazy guy lines is like, it's not that I'm insane. It's just I have so much truth. You smoke too much. Your swag too tough. Your <laughs> yeah. bitch too fine. They're going to kill you. Yeah. So uh, that, uh, again, further insight into the mind of one Corey Good. Gonzalez, I should also mention, for some reason in that part of the book, his wife also comes out into the living room while a bunch of Mexicans are in the, like in the middle of the night, all these guys show up. And for some reason, she's kind of just cool with it. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, she didn't seem particularly disturbed by the fact there was like 10 dudes in their house at three in the morning. Maybe that's not a rare thing. Yeah, they, they run a, a bang house. <laughs> Uh, Gonzalez and the Mayans, then they, they take Corey off planet and place this like memory crown on him and they, they take him back in time, kind of like a ghost of Christmas past. Deal. Right, right. They tell him that his grandfather, as a result of being a conscientious, uh, is a homosexual <laughs> and you need to get him to fuck your grandmother. <laughs> it's back to the future. What, wait, what about blacked to the future? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back in time and get a black guy to fuck your grandmother. So I don't know if this part is true, that his grandfather was a conscientious objector in World War II. If that's the case, he's a huge pussy. Yeah, your grandfather was gay, okay. Because that's like the one war. Yeah, you gotta fight the Nazis and the Japs, dude. Yeah, that made you like really cool. Yeah, That's... that was the last war where it was sick to fight. Yeah, so anyways, because his uh, grandfather was a conscientious objector, he had been signed up for genetic experiments in lieu of going to the army. Oh, nice. And that, uh, that is apparently what gave Corey his special They gave powers. him syphilis. <laughs> that, that would also explain the deterioration of his brain. Here's a, uh, you know, throw this up. We got a picture of Corey and his memory crown. Wow. Wow, look at the detail. More ultra fine. He, he has uh, the world's smoothest face, and they just kind of plop the features onto a smooth surface. Why does he look scared? Uh, I guess the memories are so frightening. He looks he looks confused. And more excellent dialogue. Or like he just ate a bunch of acid, and he's like <laughs> looking at the wall moving. Yeah, this is probably when he was in like a psych hospital, and they were doing that electrotherapy. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to shock the crazy out of him. Let's, uh, let's enjoy some fine dialogue. Gonzalez, 
stop arguing and start remembering. Let your thoughts drift back, back, back. 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 Wow. Zoom. But also, uh, so look at his face here versus his face here. It's it's completely fucking different. It is almost like two different people drew most of these. I what well, you see what I mean about the, the like the AI quality to this though, right? Like yeah, the proportions are wrong. It's all uncanny. Why are those valley. hands so small? That's yeah. Here the hands take up half the fucking frame, and then here they're tiny. Maybe I guess Mexican guys have tiny hands. That is possible. You can take this off. Yes, just I don't think there was a piece of dialogue in this whole thing that was longer than like a sentence. It was. I mean, Corey wrote it. It. If there was a way to freestyle a comic book where you just like wrote it as you spoke, that's how I, they did this. I think that's what he did. Uh, during, um, oh, right. So then we, we jumped to Corey's My Lab intuitive empath days. Uh, Corey, he was used as a human lie detector test when the military was interrogating lizards. Wow. And then he also did stuff like traveling to the center of the earth to telepathically fight the dinosaurs. Uh, those dinosaurs were there to protect the crystals that contain the Earth's entire historical record. Hell yeah, dude. None of that was explained any further. Mm. It was just stated. The magic crystals, dude. What, what else do you need to know? Yeah, let's uh, let's enjoy. Here's here's Corey interrogating the lizards. Wow. We have uh They look like they look like black monkeys. It's uh it does kind of look like if they you They don't put, look lizardish at all. It's like if you put scales on a gorilla. Yeah. More more excellent dialogue though. Here's the interrogator. We've got confirmation from our IE to uh the Draco is lying. IE, of course, being intuitive empath. Stop stonewalling me, you ugly low caste reptile. Wow. You do know the location, your cabal uh safe house, and you're gonna tell me or please, I don't want to see this. I don't want to do this anymore. Damn it. That Draco's nanites fried him before he could talk. Oh, no. He got burnt alive from the inside out. <laughs> Look at young Corey. He's traumatized. Well, that I, I'm glad you pointed that out. I don't think that's supposed to be young Corey. I, oh. I, I, <laughs> well, they drew a child, so. They sure did, didn't they? Yeah. That's 1,000% a child. And the the best part about all this is, there is there's no setup to any of this. They just, like produce this situation and expect everyone to somehow understand how we got there why Corey, what like they don't even explain what an intuitive empath is they're just like he's a lie detector for lizards maybe Corey figured you would already know i think uh i think that is the biggest problem with this is about like halfway through i realized like if i was unaware of the whole backstory i would be a hundred percent lost in this. Yeah, there's no explanation. This is, this is you have to have the the pre the pretext. Yeah, you can take this off. Um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How how could I forget? There's one more fantastic picture here. This is uh, Corey fighting the Moon Nazis. Oh wow, stepping on their flag. Yeah, for those just listening, we we see an army of people dressed like uh, Halo, I guess. Yeah. In the foreground, there's a boot stepping on the Nazi flag. And then in the background, there's a dune buggy on fire, which is interesting because you can't, there's no oxygen on the moon. That's what they want you to think. I guess so. And But fire kind of needs oxygen. So, well, you know, this is different fire. This I, is moon fire. Yeah, that's true. This is Nazi moon fire. Yeah. It's, it's just so fucking retarded. I guess that's supposed to be earth in the background, which just kind wow. of looks 
blue. There's the details, no, really, they blow you away. Yeah, there's no landmass on it. All right, now, now we can move on. I'm it's sorry. so, so detailed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Corey, yeah, so he, he then goes on to bring up, by the way, I'm reading this, like, literally as it appears in the book. This this nice. whole thing where, like, the plot doesn't make sense, uh-huh. that's, that's how it's presented. Corey brings up having suffered from terrible nightmares, and Gonzalez points out that the nightmares were most likely the result of PTSD. And uh, this is another case with that, that pesky deposition. If you'll all recall, in that deposition, Corey was directly asked if his PTSD was a result of fighting aliens. Right. And he said, no, no. it's from a traumatic childhood. Um, but Fighting aliens. But... Yeah, he he in this book presents it as PTSD is the result. He of, never uh, even lied to the questions he could have. You could have just been like, yes, because how you are they can't gonna, not prove that. Yeah, how are they going to disprove yeah. it? Oh, you disprove the existence of aliens. Balls in your court now, buddy. Uh, I guess outside of just pure common sense. <laughs> hey. Common sense doesn't mean you're not right. The deposition was great, but I I really do wish we would have saw it go to court with Corey claiming all this is real. Like, if we could have got the Anshar and Blue Chickens into the actual court proceedings, that would have been a very fitting end to all of this. Yeah. Uh, Then, so from from the PTSD, we get another... Corey brings us on a trip down memory lane. This lasts one page. So in one page... Uh, Corey recalls running from human-sized bats with werewolf heads. Wow. And he found not one, but two separate Bigfoots. And then he went to the moon and danced with black people. Nice, dude. <laughs> that's, that's the only that's appearance awesome. they have in this book, is they're just like doing a jig on the moon. I guess I shouldn't use that word. They're, doing, they're, they're doing the Congo drums. <laughs> yes. Um, Corey then finds out he's the reincarnation of the biblical prophet Enoch, wow. and that if he, he fails in his missions, the heavens will be set ablaze and the world will end. That's pretty cool. And then back in the normal realm, Corey uh, contacts someone who's... Uh, Some of the characters in this book are real people, but for whatever reason, this character is Carrie Cassidy, but he didn't call her Carrie Cassidy, even though it's clearly Carrie Cassidy. I guess maybe you didn't want to get sued. She just, uh, it's it's her, but she has like the stereotypical Karen haircut instead of her her other It's Karen Cassidy. (laughs) It is. Uh, So... He he contacts her to try and get his story out there. And then later that night, Corey is watching uh, Project Camelot or whatever they call it in the book. He's watching that in bed, but he gets kidnapped by a jerking blue... Jerking off. <laughs> Just jerking off to Carrie Cassidy. If anyone's doing that, they got to kill themselves. Yeah, dude, just be gay. Anything but that. Yeah. Um, the Blue Avians uh, introduced themselves as the collective consciousness known as Raw. And Ra is, of course, from the Law of One. But then again, back to that that ever increasingly problematic deposition footage. Corey said he, he didn't believe the Law of One shit. Nope. And he just brought it up to kind of appease David. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really a disaster class when when you look at that deposition and then compare it to the comic book because it's like literally the entire plot. All the parts that would have made it cool is like, yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. It ruined his whole plan. Yeah, it really, like, it legitimately did. It, yeah. it ruined this entire fucking thing. Um, uh, Blue Avians, right. So the Blue Avians then tell Corey he needs to save the world. 
And Corey said, uh, the three different people tell him he's got to save the world in this. Wow. Corey then says the, the line that's required of any Messiah guru or cult leader, and that line is that he doesn't want to be a Messiah guru or cult leader. He's just a normal guy. Yeah, super normal dude fighting moon Nazis. Yeah, I absolutely detest this sort of false modesty. Corey has uh, formed what I would consider to be a cult, and all the content he releases directly centers on how great he perceives himself to be. And all of Corey's issues stem from his insane narcissism. All those lawsuits, that deposition we talk about, it's because people were online pointing out that he's saying fucking insane shit. Yeah, but I don't even know if I'd call him a cult. I feel like that gives it too much credit. I don't know what one step down from a cult. I, I think he's just a con man. Grifter? Huckster? Well, Grifter for sure. But he... He's mostly just a liar and a fraud. <laughs> Cults at least usually have a purpose. Yeah, you're right. They're doing things yeah. usually yeah. of some sort. I, this I, is just like, hey, buy this comic book. It sucks. I think at one point, maybe in like 2015 or so, it probably could have been considered a cult because they had like a significant following. But you're right. When it gets reduced to... Like just like cult, dudes. cults do things, though. They're more organized. This was just like, give Corey your money. They Which, were more pay pigs than followers. Yes, he's a fin dom. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he he did talk in one of the other videos we did about how he's trying to buy some like parcel of land where he and his, his most faithful followers can live. Well, someone's going to have to do the physical labor. He's not capable. Well, also, someone's going to need the money to buy the land, which Corey's, uh, you know, playing broke at the moment. Um, right. He's, he's a guru. And then, then we get the betrayal. Our Carrie Cassidy character. Oh no, she's a double agent. She snakes him by, uh, she pretends she won't release his personal details, but then she does it anyways, which is actually. Oh, she doxed him? That is what actually happened in real life. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's the funniest thing Carrie has ever done. That's the only real event that made it into this thing. Yeah, so she uh, she just said she was going to release it, and that kind of forced Corey to step off of being an anonymous character on the Project Avalon forums and like come forth and talk to David. And here... Let's let's take a look at, at comic book David Wilcock. Nice, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Look how fat Corey is in this picture, though. Wow. It, it almost looks like they were cutting and like they were cutting out real images and trying to paste them onto drawings. That I think I th like I think these pictures might have been stolen. Yeah, from something else, and they literally just put the head on. Because like that face, that's a picture. Yes. That's not a drawing. Same with Corey's. Yeah. But then, like, compare compare the body from here or here to that. Like, that's, that's just, unless Corey put on 80 pounds, that's a completely different person. I mean, it, that would make sense if it was, yeah, literally pictures from something else that they pasted faces over. It, which... Seems most likely, but uh, so as a result of Carrie outing him, he had to come forth and do his cosmic disclosure interviews, and let's let's enjoy some more excellent Dude, dialogue. David must have been so psyched about this. This is probably the happiest moment of his life. He probably saw this like, thank God I'm not fat. <laughs> David says, and you didn't see him anywhere else in the airport or after you landed? Corey says, no, he had one of those forgettable faces, you know, wow. but he was definitely military. And then David says, oh, I have no doubt of that. The question is, which military? And then Corey says, listen, Mr. Wilcock. And David says, please, Corey, call me David. Wow. And don't be nervous. You're safe here. Can I, can I suck you off? <laughs> 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 
this uh this is another one of those instances where if like you didn't know the background this panel makes like do you know what this is in reference to uh i mean obviously it's the first time they met right but the story he's talking about do you know what that's uh, uh, no not really okay exactly. i mean i'm <laughs> sure i've probably heard it but i don't remember it right so this is a uh, cory claimed he was at an airport bar once and some like military guy bought him a shot and he didn't take it and then someone else took the shot and threw up He's wow. like, that guy tried to poison me. Instead wow. of just thinking, like, maybe the, the alcoholic who's accepting shots it, from strangers at the bar might have had too much. Yeah, maybe the drunk pounding vodka at noon. Yeah, maybe maybe the dude who shit-faced in the airport just uh, poisoned himself to the point where he vomited. All right, anyways. Uh, most of the stories, as I was just talking about, these are all stories we've we've heard a million times, but they're just they're done significantly worse within the comic book. Like there's, it it really shows how badly he needed David because David was able to take these crumbs and flesh it out to like yeah. a whole lecture. And now we get the whole story, like being poisoned by a government assassin. You should be able to stretch that story to two pages, three that, pages, maybe. That should be a pretty interesting story. Some people might even be able to turn just that story into a book unto yeah. itself. But uh, for Corey, it's about four lines of dialogue. Nice, And dude. if you don't know the background, you won't understand it It's at like all. he just wrote the outline with bullet points and was like, you know what? I think this is enough and just used the bullet points. Well, that's... Uh, I think another one of the things they talked about in the deposition is Corey wanted like a bunch of creative control over this shit. And I think it really shows because in his head, like he knows all the background of this stuff. So he probably doesn't think it necessary to explain it. But to someone just like walking into this uninformed, it, yeah. it literally is nonsense. He was too dumb to think other people would need context. And uh, so now we're basically at the end of the book here, by the wow. way. <laughs> um, and so it bounces back and forth. It goes from Corey being in bed which, by the way, his bed in the book, his entire family sleeps in his bed, like Charlie in the Chocolate yeah, Factory. Yeah, say, what? <laughs> they, they don't explain it. I guess maybe they're scared of the Mayans or something. But So they can't have separate beds? Right. They all share a bed to, wow. to protect themselves. That's from, how close-knit the family is. Space Mexicans. But it just it goes back and forth. He's in bed, and then some group, whether it be Gonzalez or the Blue Avians or someone else, someone else shows up at 3.33 a.m., and they take him off an adventure. Right. That adventure lasts about a page. Nice. And he's back in bed. Uh, the, the final showdown here, the dramatic showdown, Corey, he has to serve as a translator which they don't, again, they don't explain this. In, explain why? Well, in one part, he was, you know, he was the lie detector test. And then in the final showdown, he's the translator. So I don't, uh, they, I mean, the real reason is he's supposed to be able to, like, communicate telepathically with everyone. Right. But they don't, they don't exactly explain that. Um, so he's, he's serving as the translator between the Draco and the Blue Avians. And Corey yells at the Draco, terrifying them causing them to flee he saved the day uh from what he saved them from i don't i don't really know um and this was a whole book <laughs> nice dude that uh the biggest waste of ten dollars and if i had promoted something that long and that ferociously and this was the final product i would cease to do anything creative yeah, I be. I mean, in his mind, he probably thought it was pretty sick. Oh, I think he he thinks this is great. Yeah, we'll get onto some Amazon reviews in a second. But this here's the final showdown. The uh, 
I mean, very clearly, uh, that's just a picture of Corey where they cover or, like colored the eyes blue. Yeah. So I think this is Corey like charging his superpower here, and he's talking to the the Draco, and then he ah, ah. <laughs> he saves the day. From, wow! Look at those action scenes. Yeah, this is uh, and the the Draco had children for some reason. I don't know whose children or what race they belong to. There's just like three kids dressed up like came out of the Flintstones. There's just children. And he just, he has to, ah. Wow, the Draco are pedophiles. They're coming with me. Uh, (laughs) But we can can do this like a flip book almost, like one of those Captain Underpants things. The final battle lasted Uh, two pages. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's it. What a climax. And then at the end of the book, they promise him, like, there'll be more stories to come, and nothing has been put out mm, Well, I mean, look, give it the same timeline. In about four years. Yeah, maybe sometime about 2028, we'll, yeah. we'll get uh, the second. We'll get the conclusion. Oh. I mean, so I I literally read that entire thing, made that PowerPoint, and did the outline in, like, 50-ish minutes. Yeah. It's, it was so incredibly short and worthless. I mean, I, he clearly just gave up. There's also uh, all the reviews on Amazon, all the five-star ones are like clearly his, his cult members. Oh, nice. Where they're just talking about how great it is. But I feel we'd, we'd read some of the critical reviews. Uh, two stars. There didn't seem to be a real point, <laughs> at least for me. I understood what the so-called storyline was, but it just didn't seem to be anything but a reason to draw some aliens and make a comic book. That seems pretty accurate. It is. Uh, one star. Very disappointed. <laughs> I can't believe all the stars from the feedback. Seriously, I was trying hard to finish this as soon as possible. I love Corey and have been following him since years. I really wanted to support him by buying his comic, but honestly, I'm very disappointed in pretty much (laughs) everything from this book. Oh, I'm disappointed in everything from this book, the graphics and the story. Yeah, it is garbage. Uh, One star, terrible art and story. I'm a graphic novel fiend. I read five to ten a week. I simply love the genre, but when I read this GN, I can only say that this is a low-budget production where they use photos run through Photoshop as the... uh, I guess maybe that is what it is. I don't know. Uh, the story is confused and really incomprehensible. There is no character development at all, and the story is so scattered that I had to go back several times to figure out what was going on. A rank <laughs> amateur production on every level. Also feels like there is a narcissist behind the entire graphic novel. I highly recommend against this mishmash. Confused, low rent with terrible storytelling. I would la- rate it lower than this, but I cannot. Damn, that person was heated, bro. Well... It's also, I should also point out, you know, I got it on Kindle where it was only uh, 10 bucks. But if you paid where... Uh, uh, retail? Yeah, I think. Oh, is this just the Kindle? Yeah. Hardcover, $65. Damn, bro. You can't be buying that. $65 for something you finish in an hour. Paperback is 50 bucks. Like, it, I mean... That's, that's more than a dollar a page. Grand Theft Auto Five was $60. Yeah, what? People played that for a decade. <laughs> What paper is this printed on? Oh, I don't know. Uh, money <laughs> fucking embezzling paper. It got to be printed on some wild ass paper to cost more than a dollar a sheet. Yeah, it uh, it was just a letdown on every level, even from a point of wanting to make fun of it. Like it wasn't it, it's not even good enough to be able to get an episode fully out of mocking it. To quote Hunter Biden, those are Hennessy rates, bro. You <laughs> fucked. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go to more recent, Corey. This is him from a few days ago. Disclosure potentials of 2024 of SSP updates, explanations on Ascension Works, 
TV. I think this is going to be him and our uh, our Mike Wasowski friend. Hell yeah. Our favorite child predator. Hello, everyone. Welcome to SSP Updates. With his $12 um, iPhone. This is where we explain information from previous updates. And then every once in a while, uh, I bring you fresh intel as well. He um, does not. He does not. This happens fresh to be one of those times. I know we've been talking about bringing the Zulu information, which is fascinating. That's good, I guess. I hope he explains. You see, there are a bunch of boobs. <laughs> to a lot of people, it's out there to read, and N-word. we're excited <laughs> to expand upon it. But uh, right now, the environment, uh, the crazy environment within Intel communities, and it's a mess. So it's not very often that I that I get these updates. Um, yeah, not uh, they, they just the don't happen as much anymore. Um, so I... It's... Uh... No, it's also it's also very convenient that the updates cease to be as frequent once he stopped working with David. Yeah, I mean, look, we know who who the brains of the operation was. Yeah, well, even though he told David he was too narcissistic to beat the aliens. Yeah, David has <laughs> David has a gift for narrative. It's so it's so funny that Corey, in his head the whole time, he knew he had made up the Amchar and Blue Avians, but he still held meeting them over David's head. Like, well, no, you can't meet that. You're not good enough to meet my imagination. If he gave up his source, then David would, you know, have no need for him. Poor David. The more I the more I read into Corey, really, the worse I feel for David. He, he really just got taken advantage of. He just fully trusted and loved someone, and yeah. he just got absolutely ass fucked. He thought he found a brother <laughs> yeah. in this crazy world. Yeah, it turns out he found a, a weasel, yeah, a backstabber. thought they were conquering the world together, coming up with all this cool intel, and it's just, nah, Corey was just telling you what you wanted to hear. He was just lying. Yeah, he's just <laughs> lying, taking money from you. I received a little bit of information that I want to share with everyone uh, I uh, this week, and Mike is going to... <laughs> that would make me so happy. They did the whole, like, he just did all the intro with the music, and then the video's two seconds long, he's like, uh, I'm gay. Uh, I'm gay. And then they all just right. play the outro. Thanks, folks. Thanks for joining me here, Mike. <laughs> uh, I like taking cock. Going, Mike? All right. Thanks, talk to you tomorrow. It's going pretty great. Yeah, I, I love getting these updates, and I love getting a chance to ask I'm now allowed within 300 about. feet of a school. <laughs> he looks crazier every time we see him. He's first of all is he I think he's wearing two t-shirts and then his his goatee is getting thicker and thicker. He looks like he got fired from the geek squad. <laughs> he 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 looks like a recovering heroin addict. Like the the way the, the yeah clothing, the face the clothing yeah the way there's a certain look junkies have where the t-shirt just sits awkwardly on their skeleton. And yeah, he's got that the cheap the cheap headphones. Yeah, some of the the nuances of these it's pretty public knowledge now that there's a lot more movement going in Congress since we had the the congressional hearing with David Grush, and it seems like things are accelerating now with uh, many congressmen, uh, Tim Burchett also also being one, one of the leading people trying to really push for more hearings, more disclosure, wherever we can get the disclosures happening. Um, but I guess there's a lot of pushback in this process too. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of pushback. Um, quite honestly, at this, is this point, sped up? the U.S. Uh, I may have X. Nope. Nope. That's normal. <laughs> they sound funny. They, they do. UAP whistleblowers would love to have had the disclosure community stable and I feel ready like he's to running fight it like behind them. 120%. But they're, 
on their own pretty much. And so they do need our support right now, making calls to Congress, emails. So please go threaten your local congressman with death if they don't release the files. I will kill you if you don't tell us about the alien. You need to call in bomb threats to Congress until they release the documents. I also like that now Corey's updates are him just regurgitating stuff that was broadcast on television. Yeah. He used to go to space with uh, the Mayans and learn from them, and now he's like, I was watching uh, CNN. Yeah, I, I turned on Fox, and uh, the, guess what? Tucker was talking about aliens. He was talking to me uh, about we covered aliens. In our recent uh, online webinar, uh, you should check that out. Mike no. can put some information. Do you have info on how in, to make but, an IED? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, we're hearing a that lot about you know Congress yeah. really becoming more and more active. And um, I recently received a bit of an update on what's going on behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And um, I had given updates in the past that turned out to be pretty accurate from these people. About hard. Uh, I can't think of a single one that ended up being accurate. Well, you know, pretty accurate. That's true. That's that's one of those nice qualifying yeah. words that kind of uh, removes your responsibility. Ballpark. Yeah. Forty people coming forward and. Uh, some of the stuff from the last update hasn't come out yet. Oh, but okay. I'm told oh, that'll okay. be next year. <laughs> oh, it's just not. They haven't dropped it. Yet. What a great workaround! Oh, it's still true. They just haven't said it yet. Yeah, yeah. No, it's coming any day. But so they have been uh, decently uh, accurate, and uh, so <laughs> I figured I I would share the Feels information. Feels like he's questioning himself uh, as he keeps talking. With everyone today. Great, thanks. Um, so. You're mentioning 40 whistleblowers. First of all, maybe we should clarify, um, is this a a very specific group that's working together or is this just a general term for people who have been coming forward? I don't know. It it is a group of... Uh, people next question. That has been organized. What, hold on. So that guy, he asks him, "Is this a group? Uh, like, who is in this group?" And Corey says, "It's a group of forty people." Yeah. General term for people who have been coming forward. It it is a group of forty-ish people. Excellent that, insight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Who is so? Who's this group of forty people? Well, it's a group of forty-ish people <laughs> that has been organized. It's oh, organized like a group behind uh, David Grush. It's one of those organized groups themselves. Yeah. There might be little groups of four or five of them oh, that have known each groups. other for wow. a long time and that it. are talking in the background. But it's not. I knew the group would have groups. Wow. Forty of them all getting on a bridge call and this, you know taking a vote to do this. It's. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how to explain it other than that. That makes sense. <laughs> well, Congress that was a terrible is... explanation. So just, I just don't think you knew how to explain it, actually. Just worthless information. Wow. And that's why he wrote such a beautiful comic. Coming from top-level insiders. Yeah. There's people, and uh, those guys, are they're, they're doing stuff. Some other groups. I can't really explain it. It's pretty complicated. Yeah, it's high-level stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't Receiving understand. major pushback in the background from the uh, military intelligence community about UAP transparency. Um, it's more than we're hearing about publicly. They're being obfuscated and uh, just Bitch, little you don't know what that word means. being pulled <laughs> to cause problems quite a bit. And within Congress, there are, and I think we're going to get a list at some point, a number of uh, representatives mm-hmm. who are... Um, Heavily paid by the defense contractors. Yeah, dude, that's public all, record. Yeah, what is 
That's not. You can look that up. Yeah, this uh, is. I guess his top level insider is Google. I yeah. Don't, none of this uh, is breaking new ground. All documented publicly, uh, but some of these people are the ones causing a lot of pushback in Congress as well as mm. people being threatened to losing their uh, their level Lawsuits, of access to certain programs, even though they're in the Gang of Eight. There's like all kinds of weird things going on. I'm told. And these 40... There's a lot of editing going on for, for the minimal amount of uh, information we're receiving here. There's something weird about the video. Yeah, I don't... I can't, I can't tell what it is, but this is this is bad even by their standards. Uh, whistleblowers. Um, Congress, a lot of people in Congress are acting as though we really want to see this. We know there's something there. Well, they're saying this, but they have already... A lot of them have already been given unauthorized briefings from some of these people where they've been shown documents, mm. video, <laughs> photographs, wow. that sort of thing. There's so. just, there is, there's no detail. It's just, there's, there's guys and they work with the government, not a particular portion of the government, just the government, just the government in general, writ large. And they're, they're receiving information of what variety. I don't know. Unimportant, but Unimportant. there's, there's guys learning things. So, um, so says my there's insider. no way yeah. to really put the cat back in the bag because some of these documents have been shared with like you know people. some kind of well-known people right now <laughs> in the nuts and bolts uf yeah. ufo uh means the ufology zoos. movement and uh they're expected to start coming out next year there's no way to put the genie back in the bottle at this point we're going to start getting disclosure it's going to be a very slow and controlled disclosure, unfortunately, but that's what we're getting uh, just or, because we're not getting. Did you see that uh, that shit about Miami? Yeah, that they think it was aliens. Yeah, I haven't. That's a developing story as we record. I think this. it was just tall blacks. It uh, Also, of all the people who are putting out that it was aliens online are black guys. I don't. Please, please come. Shaquille O'Neal is <laughs> killing people. But it's. Uh, it is kind of weird. You usually don't see the black folk uh, participating in the the alien space. So maybe That's how it, weird it was. It dude. almost makes it more believable to no, me. No, 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 officer. The aliens robbed that Footlocker. Okay. Well, there was also the the police response to it was not very proportionate to what they claimed happened. There was like a hundred police cars there. Yeah. Well, they all wanted to get a picture of the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure. It'd be idiotic of everyone to start throwing rocks. Why at the aliens robbed them all? We can get. <laughs> That's um, a mystery. They wanted clothes. But some in the community are doing that. It's Aliens really weird. love sneakers. Um, they really, yeah, so they really just want to track suits and Nikes. Alliance. They've noticed the exact same people that uh, attacked me and others are now attacking attacking David Grush in this process. But uh, uh, in addition to that, uh, there are additional laws that are being uh they're, as they are finding out more in the background from these secret briefings, they're finding out details of uh, things they need to investigate mm. and laws they need to pass. Do you think uh, he's going to say one fucking specific thing in this? They're finding details? I sincerely doubt about it. stuff? I sincerely doubt it. He's not a details person. No, no. He's a big picture kind of guy. Yeah. He lets all the, the you know, the, the plebeians He puts fill in. all the pieces together. He just doesn't know what the pieces are. Yes, that's our thing. It's like yeah. Q. We got we to gotta take the breadcrumbs yeah. and do our own baking. Um, so there are going to be more uh, imminent domain types of laws coming out uh, next year. And uh, these new laws are setting up um, a huge... Things? Legal battle oh. between military intelligence, um, a handful of aerospace and other uh, 
materials types of uh, corporations um, and Congress. Um, it's they're all they're going to be fighting fighting it on the base of uh, national security and also. Uh, the big argument is going to be how much proprietary technology and materials have been developed from it. Who uh, owns all of that? He's, so, he's just such a frustratingly dumb man. Yeah, boy, is he. There's a big, big legal battle mm-hmm. keying up. Oh, speaking of a legal battle, uh, Stavati has been sued yet again oh, by, no. by uh, I think it was, fuck, it was someone like the electricians or something. They owe someone another hundred grand. I mean, I I don't think they've paid anyone. Yeah, no, it certainly doesn't seem that way. And also, their uh, their like tax amnesty is going to run out soon. They're trying to get it extended, but nice. if not, Stavati is going to collapse very magnificently yeah, in, the, in short order here. But the legal battle itself will be an admission that this is real. You know, to a degree, we don't. You know, that something's real, real about it. That just every that battle alone oh. is going to be an admission. Um, as if we needed at that point. So you think that's going to be public knowledge? They won't be. They won't be able to cover up all these legal proceedings. No, these legal things will. They will be uh, like in federal courts and that, that sort of thing. So it'll be public. Oh, oh, right. The, the lawsuits—they're um, going to be in a courtroom. Wow. Also, it's uh, it is interesting to note that Corey is dealing with like five lawsuits himself, and now all of a sudden the aliens are going to have to deal with lawsuits. Uh, they, they love litigation, luckily. <laughs> yes, the Canonians. Now, uh, what I was also to- told is that these legal battles and all these little things that are being done in the background to just stymie and slow down this investigation, um, it's being done as a stall tactic that these aerospace companies are currently building other facilities that are proper for them to continue their studies on. And they are preparing to move these technologies outside of the U.S. and into international waters, um, meaning, who knows, that could be, what, Antarctica, or it could just be deep in the earth. There's been a... Antarctica is not international waters, I don't think. But uh, that doesn't really make a ton of sense. I don't know why someone would just completely move their, their, I guess they don't want the government to own the technology, but. Uh, I mean, who knows? It feels like it'd be a huge pain in the ass to start building UFOs in Antarctica. It would be cold. Legal argument for decades made by these companies, anyway, that just like certain distance off of uh, uh, our shores, you're in international waters. Yeah. You're not under under legal authority of, of that group, they say the same thing about the depth of mm. the earth. Mm. So they have <laughs> interesting these bases I'm not and, actually sure uh, that's true. Uh, facilities deep in the earth that they believe are so far down that they're no longer under the legal purview of, of any nation. Yeah. So apparently they're preparing and it's not an easy task they need time also why is he speaking of the the inner earth base as a hypothetical and then the fucking book we just covered he literally says he went to the inner earth bases that's where he fought the dinosaurs in order mm. to save the earth crystals right so maybe i don't know if he already forgot he did that or uh you know he's he's just he doesn't want to blow people away with his insider knowledge i mean maybe he i i wonder if he's just paranoid about saying things on the record anymore because it will eventually be used to make him look like a silly goose. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, you know, a good year at least to, to prepare the location and start moving all of these items. Um, even though there'll be a paper trail, they'll have admitted that uh, it exists. They'll be in a legal battle about who owns it. Uh, they won't <laughs> be able to send in the Calvary to come and take back the uh, the items because they will be outside of international waters legally <clears throat> and uh, uh, be unreachable. So they'll be like, yeah, we have it, but there's nothing you, you can do about it. It's an international waters kind of thing. Right. And then all of these, they're expected Congress to start Levying. Well, thank God all these dark programs respect international waters. Yes, they they all agree with all the aliens. Really, are big yeah. fans of the uh, U.S. law. Yeah. Also, I I could have sworn there was something about like it the land the ownership of the land extends all the way down. Like it doesn't make sense because when then couldn't a country just dig deep enough and then like tunnel into the United States if they they really wanted to, even though that'd be damn near impossible. I mean, you would assume so. Yeah. Well, it. Look, if Corey's the savior, we're all fucked. Yeah. It's all it's all game over. He's all not a good savior. Contract, it, it could turn Especially into... as a guy who's supposed to be the translator. He's supposed to be trained from birth to be a supernatural communicator. Right. And then this is how he talks. Yeah, he's very subpar at it. A really long, drawn-out uh, battle mm. uh, where things are leaking out here and there. But, you mean um, just like your own that, legal That is... Right. Uh, kind of how it was set up for me, what they're expecting. And next year, there are going to be a lot of hearings, uh, UAP hearings, a lot of uh, uh, information leaking out. Yeah. Did you have any questions about what I... Yeah, so it sounds <laughs> like... Oh, this I mean, is kind just anything specific, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you think you could actually share any details? Yeah, do you have any actual details, maybe? So, so, so far, we got... There's 40 people, and those 40 people... Are, are they're going to know stuff because they're a group. Yeah. And then that stuff, the 40 person group is going to know is going to be used in, in big legal battles about right, what right. we don't know. No, but legal battles that will be victories. And then somewhere in there, defense contractors are going to build laboratories deep within the, the center of the earth. Yes. A microcosm of what's been happening with the secret space programs, where they just find a way to bring the technology outside of the, purview of the government outside of the view of any potential for, for oversight. Yeah. And I, I assume that's just how it, how it always is going to be with people who actually have the secrets that they don't want to allow to, to, to make it, make it back to the hands <laughs> of Congress. So I guess Congress bit. is limited. A little bit. Does that mean that there could potentially be more in the world or uh, international cooperation? That's what I wonder about. If other, if it's international waters, can there be some kind of treaties to, um, go after these groups? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Not really. I mean, international <laughs> waters no, here. No, no. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much... Just the exact opposite yeah. of improv. It's, it's yeah. instead of yes and, it's no. And not only no, but no. And no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> They believe anyway. Um, now, new laws can be passed saying we end. extend these... Uh, you know, the international community can, can agree that that is not legal. Mm. They can change the laws, you know. Oh, right. they can uh, manipulate the laws. There's to their a lot benefit. that can be wow. done, but that takes Insider time. Information. Uh, I never would have thought that of that. gives these people time to move things, hide things. Yeah. And 
further exploit the technology to make money off of what technology uh, during the process. You That's know, what they do. Technology. In, in what corporations do on all levels. You know, they engage in legal battles, but while they're doing that, they still continue the behavior. Yeah. 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 Maybe I could st step back and ask. Um, so, um, what does that mean? Are you receiving <laughs> this from a group you would call the Earth Alliance? Yes. Yes. What? Wait a second. Now I he, thought they lost. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to bring up is in that uh, that video he did where he's just wandering about the mountains. He did say the alliance failed. Maybe he, he later realized how bad that would be for the sake of the plot. Yeah. So he kind of has to bring them back, kind of like when, you know, they kill off a character and then they magically show up in the next movie. Well, it kind of would just been like Star Trek if they lost. Yeah, if someone just like in the first scene just, yeah, just shot Luke in the head and Just he destroyed them all. And they're like, well, that's the end. Well, shit. <laughs> He's, this comes from, uh, uh, I have to be even more careful these days. Uh, yeah, because you're a liar. Yeah, people that have uh, currently or people. formerly in the military and that uh, are connected to the Earth Alliance. Okay. Just, just, just there's nothing there. Everyone rewind in your mind about 10 years when Corey would use <laughs> uh, specific names and locations for all this shit. And now it's just... Uh, the information came from people. Yeah, as vague as possible. There used to Look, be, David was the details guy. He really did. He did. Corey laid like the, it was kind of like color by the numbers. Yeah. Corey would outline the picture and then David would go in and kind of fill it all in. Yeah. But we're not getting any Gonzalez's or raw tear ears. Or, no, or, there's there's no depth. What what happened to Corey's uh, Pleiadian wife? He was married. That bitch left him. Yeah, I guess maybe his wife got uh, jealous. Took, took all his <laughs> shit. What's left of it? Just half of so is this Earth Alliance group that you're talking about, are they in communication with many of these people connected to Grush who are helping steer things? I don't know. I know that they're supporting these <laughs> wow. people. This this group kind World's of World's biggest insider. I have no idea. Uh, top level information. Of, of people that were just like finally wanting the information to come out. Yeah. Um, and they weren't directly involved or connected to the Earth Alliance, uh -huh. uh, but the Earth Alliance has kind of moved in, Just and uh, I don't perform. know the level of communication, but they're fully supporting that movement now, and they're asking everyone else to do that as well. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so that's as much as I know about the relationship. All right, another thing that you were you shared with me. I um, was an interview with John Ramirez dick. where yeah. he was talking about the was news. Uh, do you want to talk about your deformed penis? <laughs> humanity become uh, more aware of the Peronis. Do you know anything more about that? Was botched timeline, that subject. Uh, yeah, I tried I to get a dick lengthening surgery and it went horribly wrong. I got a Chinese dick lengthening surgery. This is the doctor after he fucked it up. Forgiveness, please. Going around. That's the rumor that's been going around. Depending on who you talk to, it's 2027 or 2028 the people i had heard from said 2028 that uh we had been given some sort of deadline to make the presence known of a, of some certain et group because between now and then they were going to start doing it they were going to now i will say in terms of uh timelines here Corey is very much different from everyone else everyone else david is memorial day 2025 
Cliff High was talking about how like February of next month is going to be some big deal and then the world will collapse somewhere within like 2024. That's pretty cool. So Corey, I guess, has the most optimistic view if he thinks we're still going to be around 2027. Well, he's, you know, he's playing the long game. He, hopefully he learned his lesson from uh, how everything collapsed with him and Dave and he knows to, you Well, know, the thing about the world ending is that would mean the ruse is up. So, but if the world is always going to shortly be ending. Yes. You can keep asking for money. Also, the good move when you're a guy who actually goes to space is you can always save the day and prevent the world from ending. Theoretically, yeah. Because you can go out there and, you know, talk to the aliens and straighten them out with your telekinesis. That you... Oh, they don't respect me. <laughs> Start appearing more and more <laughs> in the skies. And between now fans. and then, no. I'm told to expect an exponential increase in people seeing UAPs. Uh, not contact, but just visual. That's how it's it's going to begin. That is very uh, unfortunate that he said that a week before people allegedly saw aliens in Miami. Yeah, that's too bad. It really, they, their batting average is less than zero. Yeah, comically bad. Because not only are they wrong, they say the exact opposite of what actually ends up happening. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll show that clip. In many ways, I think uh, the word got out. Uh, Forgiveness, please. The that they're showing up. <laughs> Why do they just cut to this random and Asian dude? I, I don't know who this and, is. And if not, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do. Did this guy accidentally um, record so over his video? What's going on? We're just going to get home videos of mics. Um, inside the government, in certain areas inside the government. Um, uh, but yes, my information. So also, he's just regurgitating information from another YouTube video. Yeah, why did they show that? Now they're just, so oh, here's what we stole. Here's what that guy said. A guy who we're not going to introduce or yeah. explain his credentials, why we should believe Look him. at these, this jab. <laughs> and I think I even put it out, it's almost a couple years ago now, that 2028 is when we're going to be introduced to a certain type of group. And between now and then, we're going to be informed of three or four other ETs, one group being hostile and the other two or three that they're going to let us know about are going to be somewhat indifferent uh, wow. to humans. Amazing. So that is supposed to come out leading up to, 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 uh, to this grand revelation in 2028 or so. You think it's part of a strategy that they're not talking about uh, any positive groups or is this just the information that they have? No idea. I think the positive groups <laughs> made offers to us early on not to go the way he of He even speaks with the cadence of a liar. Where he's really he's pausing yeah. to be like, how do I say this? He's got all the tells. Yeah, he really, man, those lawsuits really fucked him up. Yeah, he, they he took, really, all, he took all his swag away. Yeah, that lawyer really wrecked his confidence. Yeah, just <laughs> destroyed him. Stay away from the greys because they were tricksters and oh, we ignored them um we've tried <laughs> shooting them down to get their technologies we've uh that's it haven't proven to be very trustworthy that's to the positive it. ones the negative ones various governments through time on our planet have made deals with them uh-huh so they've become entangled with us uh, oh. uh much more than the positive ones wow that's amazing 
fucking sucks. Dude. Brilliant as always. He really fucking sucks. Yeah, he has no gift for Gab. I need someone. Someone is going to take over this entire field when they come out and are just semi-literate and capable of writing a story. Well, that was David, and then he went cuckoo. Hey, he sure did, because I've read I've read a lot of books. You know, there was, what, seven Michael Prophecies books, and then this comic book, and then I read uh, Synchronicity Key. I need to read something that doesn't fucking suck. So, yeah, Q so, Q ruined David's potential. Someone's really gotta. Someone's gotta do better. It's amazing he's made such a successful career out of lying, being such a terrible liar. David really covered up a lot of his flaws. Yeah, and I'm actually I I don't really think the career is that successful anymore. Well, now not so much, but at his peak. Because I believe in one of the more recent court filings, he was trying to say he can't like hire a lawyer because he doesn't. You can't afford Well, it. I mean, look, they both fucked their money away. Yeah, they sure did. But they were successful for a time. God, I hope Corey represents himself in court. That would be something. And yeah. it, I wouldn't put it past him. No, he, well. Your I, Honor, I'm an empath. <laughs> I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Uh, will, will the defense please stop wooing the jury? <laughs> please stop wooing the jury, okay? This is your third warning. I'm going to keep, keep in contempt of court. Yeah, I, uh, I normally <laughs> normally I would have said I think he'd do that, but I think he's actually lost faith in his abilities. He does seem shook. Because when, when they were killing it, I could see how a narcissist would look like everything I say is fucking gold. Everyone's telling me I'm going to make a billion dollars doing movies. Of course I'm awesome and right. Yeah. But now when you lose all your lawsuits and you don't have a TV show and the guy was going to get you the billion dollars comes out and says you're a liar. Yeah. That probably hurts you know, the, the old ego, you might start questioning yourself. Like maybe I wasn't great and maybe I was just a, a fucking barnacle on the ship of David Wilcock. Yeah. He's got the yips. Yeah, he does. He's Markel Fultz. He yeah, can't, he can't he, shoot. He doesn't know how to play anymore. He should, uh, maybe the Mayans can heal his fucking his He should head. go, he should go hook up with one of them Zulus. Yeah. Do a little dancing. He's got to do some, uh, therapeutic dancing on the moon. Yeah. Again. You gotta shake it off, buddy. All right, patreon.com slash hidden plain side pod. We're going to watch uh, Cousins fucking. Hell yeah. Also, uh, I think, oh, we still have the car one to go out at some point, I believe. The the guy who's jerking off in the parking lot. Right. Yeah. So uh, everyone can look forward to fucking sex freaks. I Hell guess, yeah. The Patreon has really just become Friday is space weirdos. The Patreon is just everyday weirdos. We've gotten a fascination with just utter freaks. Yeah, it's really, it's been a lot of fun. I've yeah. really enjoyed just the crazies. <laughs> uh at Hidden Plains I Radio on Instagram. You're at Brand Steel Hidden on Instagram. We're at The Hidden Pod on Twitter. And until, oh, Saturday live stream, 6 p.m. Central. Hootie hoo. Mom bow.